0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is this, Four Things We Must Believe About 2018. You know, these four things are, I believe, going to be powerful for any new year that we're entering into but I believe specifically with what's going on in the world, what's going on in the church, that these four things are paramount for God's calling for us this year. And before I get into the four things, I want to just remind us that what we believe is really important in what we're going to experience. Romans 12.2 says this, it says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind future transformation comes from current mind renewal or another way of saying is current mind renewal creates future experience nobody's past can stop them but current beliefs can and so today i'm going to give you four things to renew your mind with proactively and it, it it's by faith the nature of faith is you believe and then you see So we break off any tendency in us to renew our mind from root beliefs that are grounded in pessimism, foreboding, negative past experience, what we're picking up in the spiritual atmosphere, but actually renew our minds with truth, with higher perspectives, what God is saying and what he's telling us to believe. And I believe even as you listen today, something's going to happen to you. Something's going to get just imparted into your spirit that's going to bring purpose, power, and energy into your life for this year. Hey, let's get right into it. 2018, four things we must believe this year. Number one is we must believe we are significant and have a significant assignment. Why don't you just say it? I am significant and I have a significant assignment. You know, that, that belief is so powerful. Those who believe they're significant are significant. I remember in the early 90s, and as I was learning these things about beliefs, and I'm out in the middle of a desert in Nevada, four hours from Las Vegas, not feeling significant at all, and not seemingly being significant at all. And the Lord says, hey, Steve, I want you to actually believe you're significant now and that you influence nations. (laughs) I said, Lord, shouldn't I wait until I'm actually influencing nations and have some manifestations of significance before I actually believe I'm significant? (laughs) And he says, no, Steve, that's not how this works. Faith believes and then sees. You know, when we actually get into this and... And understand that believing you're significant is a key it begins to change everything as a younger leader I said boy I can't wait until I do something great and the Lord says Steve instead of waiting to do something great why don't you do what you're doing right now with great faith and it will become significant do not despise the day of small beginnings every great thing has a small beginning Every great thing has somebody who believes that it's going to make a difference. You know, in reading through the genealogies of Matthew 1, reading through it before Christmas here, I'm just always fascinated by so-and-so begat so-and-so and and the long list of people who were significant and didn't even know it. They were connected to something bigger than they knew. (laughs) You know, long-term thinkers are healthier. And even this year, as you're believing you're significant and have a significant assignment, I just release over you the belief that you're doing something that's going to impact things for generations to come. You're part of God's genealogy in your family, in your region, in your movement concerning something bigger than you know. Whatever you're doing, do it in faith. Faithfulness is not just showing up. It's how you think when you show up. And so we just say no to double-mindedness. We say no to a feeling of insignificance and powerlessness and victim mindsets. And and I just believe the Lord is going to open your eyes to the doors that are open to what you can do. Yes, you want things to be bigger. Yes, you want more impact now. But do what you're doing now with great faith. Build people around you in the mindset that we're changing the world one day at a time, one meeting at a time, one prayer at a time, one idea at a time. So we must believe this year that we are significant and have a significant assignment. Number two, we must believe this, that we can do it. We can do it. Why don't you just say it? I can do it. (laughs) You know, I I love my grandchildren. Got seven. My second to the oldest is Ellie Mae. And Ellie Mae is nine right now, and I remember when we were at a park here in Reading, and probably when she was three, four—I can't remember how old she was—but she was she was quite small, and we're in a park, and she's on on this high um, playground equipment. She's walking pretty high, and she's nervous as she's walking from one side of the equipment to the other, and she's—I hear her saying to herself, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. She was fighting off the fear of what she was doing with a declaration. I can do it. David basically said when he was going after Goliath, I can do it. I can do it. You know, the 10 spies and Joshua and Caleb, they were sent out in Numbers 13 to go spy out the promised land. And it's a it's amazing that they go for 40 days and they come back and they give Moses a report and they broke up into the two groups of people. One was the 10 spies. The other was Joshua and Caleb. They saw the exact same set of circumstances and put a different conclusion on what they saw. Joshua and Caleb says, we can do it. And, but the 10 spies says, we can't do it. We're not able. You know, in reality, both those who say they can and those who say they can't are both right. Joshua and Caleb were right. We can do it. We can win. Those giants are our bread. We can, we're well able to overcome it. And the 10 spies says, no, we cannot do it. We're not able. We're like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we are in theirs. The belief that we can do it and that we can well overcome it, is so crucial to actually overcoming it. Now, all of us have situations in our lives, some more than others, that are screaming at us and saying, the giants are too big. God's promises cannot be possessed because of all the obstacles that that are here. But I'll tell you this, when, when we actually get a big God concept and we, we understand that Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And we build up in ourselves the belief system that we can do it. We may not know how we're going to do it. We may not know what the solutions are, but we're going to do it and that there is a solution. So join my granddaughter, Ellie Mae, by saying this. We can do it. (laughs) I can do it. That's belief number two. Belief number three For 2018 that we must believe is the kingdom is advancing all around me. The kingdom is advancing all around me. Why don't you say that? That's so important to believe. Jesus in the Lord's Prayer gave us the great model of how to pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our expectation should be the more that we pray, the more that we believe, is the more that we're gonna see the kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. You know, and as we believe that, the more the more the kingdom comes, the more blessing we're gonna experience, and the more curses we're not going to experience. That's just part of kingdom advancement. There's gonna be less crime, there's gonna be less sickness, there's gonna be less disasters, there's gonna be less poverty. There's going to be less family dysfunction as the kingdom advances. Now, if we don't believe that, we need to upgrade our theology. I would suggest my book, Cracks in the Foundation, if you struggle to believe what I just said. And I believe this, that we're actually supposed to believe that things are going to get better and that things are getting better. Now, that may be difficult, you know, as we watch things on the news, as we pick up on the spirit of agitation that's in the world right now. But even, you know, if you, if you consider the last two, three hundred years, the kingdom has been advancing in many ways with so many diseases eradicated. So much poverty has been eradicated. Literacy and, and rates have, have been improved. The quality of life has been improved. Do we have far to go? Absolutely, we have far to go. But we're in, in general, we're to believe the kingdom is advancing. And we're to believe that it's going to continue in advance. And I believe specifically just even in our own lives What should we expect? What should we expect this year? Should we expect a bad year? Should we expect things to get worse? No, you know some people Actually expect things to get worse because their fear of being disappointed again is greater than the vision for their lives and if that's you today, I just speak healing to Uh, the disappointment that you've experienced and and just say these words, you can hope again. You can hope again. (laughs) So this year we should expect the kingdom advance in our health, in our finances, in our family life, in our ministries, in our city. I believe this, that any other expectation would be contrary to the promises of God in our lives. And you may have to work this out with the Lord. I just say, work it out with the Lord. Ask Him about this if you struggle to believe this. But I believe any lesser belief around us or in us would actually work against us in this year. Hey, that's belief number three. Belief number four is it's all going to be okay. (laughs) It's all going to be okay. That's a belief that we're to believe in 2018. It's all gonna be okay. Now, let me just let me just say this. Let me. Re- there's a story. Of my grandson Caden, probably two or three. He's in a. He's in our house. They're actually living with us for that period. His family and and my wife Wendy and Caden's mo- mother Heidi are in the bedroom, Caden's in the living room and they hear a crash and they wait to see if Caden's gonna cry and they hear this little voice say, I okay, I okay, <laughs> I okay, don't you just say I okay. You know, he assured his grandma and his mom that he was okay. And it's so, so amazing, you know, I just say those words at times. I okay. And no matter what happens, I sometimes have to bottom line. It no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. We're going to be, matter of fact, we're going to be more than okay. Those of us who know the Lord, who put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, as we think long term, as we think even, you know, through eternity. That, that in that, we we're, we're, we realize that. We're going to be more than okay with with being with the Lord forever in our lives. But even in this life, we're going to be okay. It's amazing how, you know, the University of Cincinnati study said that 85% of what we worry about never happens. And the 15% that does happen, most people find a successful way to navigate through it. So we're going to keep our beliefs high. And even if some things happen this year that we don't like, and there's going to be things going to happen this year that we don't like, we're going to be okay. It may take us a few moments, even a few days or whatever, to actually regroup and come to that belief system, but we will be. And even if we're facing things right now as we're looking forward to the future that look very negative, very concerning in our lives and you know, sometimes we just need to bottom line things and face the, the worst thing that can happen, look at it and say, even if that happens, I'm going to be okay. Because it helps take the fear out of that. And, and then we can start building up. Most likely that thing is not going to happen, but it takes the fear out of it. And then from there we can, we can build up. On other higher beliefs. Hey, four things we must believe this year. We are significant and have a significant assignment. We can do it. The kingdom is advancing all around me, and it's going to be all okay. <laughs> wow, you know what? A, what a blessing it is to be able to speak with you today. And I just. Um, Just remind you of this from Igniting Hope Ministry, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. Once we get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Our hope level determines our influence level. And I also want to remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. You don't need joy at the end of the battle. You need joy in the middle of the battle. It's your strength. There's always going to be unresolved circumstances and unresolved situations in your life. So God bless you today. Walk in the joy of the Lord. I'm believing this, 2018 is going to be the best year yet in your life. Hey, we look forward to having you again on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. May God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.